Welcome to DiscoveringCommunities.org and Self-Discovery Media. We are knowledge sharers. The Orchard of Wisdom podcast guide you on your journey to self-discovery with a library of knowledge from people who have lived it, felt it, and now share it. Do enjoy our next show and do come and visit DiscoveringCommunities.org to see what else we have for you. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everybody. Welcome discovering, uh, to discoveringcommunities.org, where through the self-discovery, we discover what you need to know in order to help you through your journey of life. And today, it's all about business with Terry Wildman. You know, we're all going through these unprecedented times right now. People are worried about their businesses. How will they survive? How will they come back from the shutdown? Terry's going to give us some tips and wisdom and what we can do that can lead us fruitfully into the future. She has this wonderful, wonderful um, book called The Enchanted Boardroom. I love it. Um, she also, you know, is an intuitive leader and she has a wonderful university intuitive leadership coming up. She's an experienced entrepreneur, speaker, professional, uh, development trainer, best-selling author of two solo books, six co-authored books, and several burnouts, which you will admit to. And we don't want people to burn out at this present moment. We want people to take a breath. We want them to actually understand right now, we can all get through this. I know everybody's in the crisis right now. Everybody's up in arms. What am I going to do? How am I going to, is my business going to fall through the cracks? Um, can I go online? Is there something else I can do? And while we're asking all those questions, we're elevating, elevating, and elevating into stress. <gasps> I need to take a breath and let it go. Don't we, Terry? Amen. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that really is um, what you just described is really what's going on with a lot of the people that I've been speaking with lately. And that is that they are holding their breath because when we get really, really stressed, that's what happens. We don't breathe. We forget to breathe. <laughs> and, and I will never forget one of the times that I was in the hospital because of stress. Oh, by the way, <laughs> and I w I'm laying in bed and I'm, and I'm, I'm just doing what I need to do. And the nurses would run in and they're like, breathe. <laughs> You're going blue. <laughs> like, huh? And my stress levels were going through the roof, which is, of course, when that happens, you get the chest pains, mm. you get the, you know, they think you're going to have, you're, you're having a stroke, you're this and that, and you think, oh, good Lord. It was, it was absolutely nuts. And, you know, when you see these nurses running in and, and they're like, are you okay? You're right. I'm like, what? And they, and they're looking at the monitors and they're like, breathe. <laughs> And you know, it, it, and it's been years since that happened, but the fact is, right now, in many ways, that's what's happening yeah. collectively. We are breathing. Um, it, it's, in my perspective, uh, and of course, I, I tend to take, you know, I, I tend to uh, I, have, I have to make sure I get my Archangel Michael back there because Michael has been my boy today. Uh, the messages have been like, boom, boom, boom. <laughs> good, um, good, good. I know you're going to pass them on. <laughs> I got to pass them on. And, and uh, Archangel Michael is, is um, 
Uh, yes, I am a businesswoman who became a holistic practitioner, and I'm a businesswoman who basically needed to, not needed to, I began listening and listening yeah. very, very deeply. Uh, because what I realized is these guys who have my back back here, um, they speak very loudly and we need to listen. And right now, when, when you look at what's happening with Mother Earth, for example, mm-hmm. you know, the, the way she's healing and the dolphins coming back yes. from the canals for cry- and, and the fish replenishing and, and people being able to breathe outside, that kind of thing. I get this feeling and this knowing, and, and this was downloaded. Uh, I'm going to, where's my phone? Um, the NAC, the, 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 talk Terry, acronym. <laughs> uh, it's NAP, nurture, appreciate, and pause. Mm. The pause yeah. is a big one, isn't it? Nurture appreciate pause and it is as if the world is taking a nap and don't we feel better after we take a nap why doesn't the world feel better i mean i think what we're seeing right now is i I always you know i I wrote a blog called viral awakenings and i actually did a show this week on the pandemic and it's it's an invitation right now to us isn't it it's a beautiful you know you know i've been saying for for a number of years is that the world is going to shake us. The universe is going to shake us up, to wake us up, for us to change it, it up. And, you know, this is the invitation right now. Can you say right that now. again? Because that is really powerful. <laughs> the world is shaking us up, to wake us up, so that we can change it up. And we are part of that change. You know, it, right now, when you look at how nature is just coming out to play, because we're not in its way, yes. you know, we go and go, oh, gosh, we are sharing this planet. When we've got people singing at each other across the balconies and what we've got going on here in in Vancouver at seven o'clock every night downtown, everybody comes up with the pots and pans and just clap, 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 everybody makes a noise, sings out in appreciation to all the caregivers out there, all the people Uh that are out there in service to us. This is the invitation. We may be isolated in our homes, but it's an invitation for us to learn to communicate not only within but without in different means in different ways it's a time to pause and, and to that reflect. communication piece and uh, i was uh, and i apologize i was looking through my phone because um the when i was when i got these downloads i was in zone so i don't mm. remember what i say and yes. wrote things down. <laughs> and to validate what it is that you're talking about he was saying that um the other acronym that came up was we're taking this nap, this nur- this time to nurture, appreciate, and pause, so that we can leap forward. Which mm-hmm. is in my uh, tagline, actually, the word leap. Yes. Which and leap stands for life, energy, attitude, and production. Mm-hmm. So think about it. Mm-hmm. Nurture, appreciate, and pause. We need to step back yes. to be able to, to leap forward. You need to slow down to speed up. And in order and to slow down, I honestly think this was a collective cry from humanity subconsciously. Yes, we 100% need a agree. Reason, almost an excuse to slow down. Uh, 
we've 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 spoken about this before when I was on your show and when we had our wonderful fifteen minute hour and a half talk beforehand, is that everybody <laughs> everybody's on speed right now. And you know, when you're rushing through everything, you can't be productive. We talk about in business of building relationships. Yes. And relationships, you know, I don't know if you ever saw that movie up. And, you know, these dogs are flying and they see a squirrel. Squirrel! You know? Oh, yes! <laughs> and, yeah, and, you know, and, and this is what we're seeing right now. People are so distracted with, whoa, whoa, heads going this way, that way, and they're not focusing on what is right in front of them. They're not being grateful. They're not paying attention. They're not pausing to, to appreciate what's in front of them. And right now they're being forced to. And they're being forced to, which is thank yeah. you, universe. Thank you, Mother Earth. Now, there are businesses, and this, this is the part that really, um, it breaks my heart, and it does. Here where I live, there are businesses that literally overnight, overnight went out of business. Yeah. Bam, gone. And they were thriving businesses. With, uh, and a lot of it was um, this one specific company that I'm thinking of that I saw in the news they run buses for events and mm. for bridal brides. The bridal industry is taking a huge bust. And I, I'm right in the middle of all that because I have two girls that are engaged. One is getting married in July. The other one may be getting married at the end of the year, or beginning of next year. I have two nieces that are getting, a, a niece that's getting married, a nephew is getting married, all of that within the next seven, eight months. And it's like, wow, everything has been pushed back. Everything. Yes. yes. And these businesses who rely on that income, I mean, th this one man, he said, I can manage my own, the buses that I own. All right. But he's got loans on yeah. all these other buses and he had to let go of 30 people. Boom. Like that. Yes. Yes. Well, you it know, my son, my son owns a restaurant and, and he's, he's gone instead of eating and takeout and delivery, but he still had to let people go. But here in Canada, they're guaranteeing everybody can get 2000 a month, you know, to, and mm -hmm. nobody can evict anyone. And uh, if people cannot pay the full rent, then nobody can claim that from them at the cost of, uh, but the renters, uh, the rentees can uh, go to the government and say, I need subsidy. Uh, businesses are getting subsidies because they want businesses to come back. I'm here in Victoria. We have the Empress Hotel and another hotel, the two biggest hotels here. 750 staff have just been laid off because they've closed. Wow. Right. But all of those people will be guaranteed up to a 2000 salary to keep their head above water during this time because yeah. the emphasis on everybody staying home and i think the initial panic with everyone is am i going to lose my business and for an awful lot of people i mean i don't know if you watch tv but look at you know most of all the people that do interviews or you know have talk shows they're all doing it now by zoom Yes. Everybody's coming from the yeah. home. Even we're getting the news that way, one person in yeah. at a time, and that's happening. And so innovation, creative innovation will always come out of struggling times. It's that when we breathe and we take that pause and we stop panicking, we redirect ourselves and say, okay, I can't do that right now. What can I do? And what you just said is the difference between an entrepreneur and a business owner. Mm -hmm. We were just talking about this in a, in a podcast that I did earlier today where this person was saying um, was we, we were talking about the difference between a business owner and an entrepreneur, a business owner, at least the ones that I have worked with, many of them 
tend to follow the rules. It's this way. It's that way. Mm. On in a, it, they're almost in this very. They're in the very structured yes. mentality. An entrepreneur, they're the disruptors. Mm-hmm. They're the ones who are the innovators. Mm-hmm. They are the ones who are willing to kick the can over the fence and go after it. Yes. And, and figure out another way of being able to get that can to fly even further. And, you know, they, they are the ones who are, and I don't like to use the word think out of the box. That's so cliche. Yeah. But they, but they know how to look for solutions, look for solutions mm-hmm. In different ways. Yes. They look for the signs. They're, they work with mind, body, and spirit. Whereas I find mm-hmm. a lot of the business owners are very tactical, practical, and logical. Yeah. And they avoid working with the emotional, the energetic, the spiritual, and the intuitive. Yes. My job in this yes. world is to teach business owners how to think like an entrepreneur and integrate it all. Yes. Practical, tactical, and logical with the emotional, the energetic, the spiritual, the intuitive. Bring it all together and think about what's going on from all perspectives. So the gentleman who whose buses and you know who ran out who um, uh, whose business closed overnight. What can we do to shift? What can he? How can he use those buses today for something different other than bridal? other events what transporting medical people nurses and things like this where nobody wants to take them because they may be affected you know Mm -hmm. somebody who's willing to wear all the gear driving you know are taking these people home where they can have the six foot distance because it's a bus right i came i came home on the ferry the other day we did not go through the usual things we came up came in and out through the truckway we were allowed to sit in the ferry but everybody had to sit you know, a few seats and a few feet away from each other, right? And so he's got buses. He could transport people so much easier that are going to work because now cabs are closing down, right? They don't want to take the risk, but it's less risk for a bus driver. We wear a mask and he's up at the front and people can have a distance on the bus when they're sitting. Uh, and those are so you just gave you just gave him a whole new business plan. <laughs> oh no! I but look at what's happening with the. Um, there's a company down south here in the United States who has transformed their whiskey making yes uh, company to one of making hand sanitizer. How cool is that? And a, and a vodka company has done the same. Right. You know, it, 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 it's you know the thing that's that's what we talk about the innovation, right? Yes, exactly. Let, let's. Let's see how far we can kick that can. Right. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, I talk about my son's restaurant and uh, he recently had an operation. He'd snapped his Achilles heel. So I went over the day he had the operation and I worked the weekend at the restaurant filling in for him. And then by the third day, it was inevitable. We were going to close and stay open just for takeout. And literally every day he would spend hours putting out a newsletter only for the next day for it to be obsolete. And then another one having to go out. And it was adjusting with the times and he was looking at it financially and he's not making any money it's if he's lucky if he's breaking even uh, or he's losing a little but it's yeah. keeping open for food and now he's adjusted at his times because people prefer to have dinners and breakfasts and it's still keeping some people employed and the 
the stringent rules that we have to go to. Every doorknob has to be wiped. Yep. Everybody has to wear this and gloves, etc. And that means, you know, it was, there he is in the chair, you know, by the cashier taking orders you know, with his leg up in a cast. You know, and he was on the news. You know, and it's, but that's the, the difference that you say between somebody panicking, oh, I've got to close, to somebody saying, well, how else can I serve my community in a different way? And that's the difference, but you just described the difference between mm. a business owner and an entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. And oh, by the way, even if you work for someone, you can still have that entrepreneurial yes. mindset. Yes. There's nothing that is more rewarding than a manager who is entrepreneurial. Yes. I love these leaders. I love these mm -hmm. Um, I'm going to say business owners for, for the sake of saying business owners who encourage their managers yeah. to think like entrepreneurs. Yes. Who, you know, the, the entrepreneur business, entrepreneurial business owner takes on the mantle of being an entrepreneurial intuitive leader. And it goes from the top down and all of the managers then become entrepreneurial intuitive leaders and then that goes down yes. where the employees become entrepreneurial employees and they think out of the box i don't i don't like saying but the thing is they've, they've been given permission to because the best yes. form of leadership is creating other leaders and listening to other people what we've had here are restaurants who have all this food and had to shut down they were either doing takeout or they've been selling their food off right? Selling the food off or delivering wine with the food. You know, it's what is the different way you can do it? You know, right. hairdressers and, and massage salons and things like this, well, they may go and do it one-on-one -on -one if they know the person is safe. But, you know, there's some things you can't do because it means that you're going to have to be in physical contact with someone, dentists and, and right. massage therapists and nail people and all of that. And, and my daughter's a massage therapist. Right. So I, I, I yeah. get that. She's, uh, she's not too far from you. She's, uh, in the San Francisco area, right. in the suburbs, and you know that those six counties they're closed up, and she and her uh, fiance are in this uh, little one room apartment, which cracks <laughs> me up. I'm like, ah, so they went from two rooms to one room, and this happened. <laughs> <laughs> you are. But you know, good, you what know. you could do is put out videos of how to stretch to stop the body from getting tightened up, especially. Well, I've told her lines. that. <laughs> I've told her that, and I want her to look at this podcast because you're the second person who has said to me when they hear she's a physical therapist she can put videos out yes exactly I'm like yes exactly yes, yes. And there's another guy that had bicycles where people could go and ride the bicycles and so what he's been doing is de delivering them to people's homes rent right renting them out so sports equipment if you can if it's mobile rent it out to people yes right you know so it is about it is about what solution can I provide? Exactly. What do I have at my fingertips? With me, we have Intuitive Leadership University. Right. It was supposed to launch last year. Some personal things happened. It, it didn't happen. And right now, this is the perfect timing. Absolutely. Because people are pausing. So we're, we're hurrying up to get everything going. So I'm hoping by mid-April to finally get it to where I wanted to go. Because we had three different schools. We had the Life Wisdom School, the Business Wisdom School, and the Leadership Wisdom School with amazing faculty who are uh, business owners who are also highly spiritual. Mm -hmm. So they get it about integrating all yes. of it. And it's time now for us to take a pause and maybe study, maybe learn new things, maybe enhance those areas where we know 
that there may be some holes that we want to fill. Uh, in, learn how to look at things from a different perspective. Learn how to reduce our stress levels. I'm going to be putting out a whole series on stress management and stress resilience because that's, you know, I, after all my multiple burnouts. Uh, <laughs> how to avoid the burnout. <laughs> yeah, really. And well, uh, you know, it's interesting because we end up teaching what we have to learn for ourselves. Those are the best teachers, though. Yes. I've said it over and over again. The best teachers, the best mentors are those that have taken the journey. Yep. You know, you, you fell down the, the mountain. And, Too many times. And, and the ways of getting back up or how to avoid yep. falling down the mountain is now the wisdom that you pass on. Well, it is. And I, um, this was back in 2000, 2001. And I started studying. Uh, about stress management. I started really studying or listening to these guys behind me. And uh, was it, well, actually it was before that. Who am I kidding? That was 1998 was when I became a Reiki master. Mm -hmm. And so it was early 19, I, I said, what, 2001. 2001 was when I opened my leadership center. Right. And I had a leadership center from 2001 to 2009. But the, um, the burnout part I did get certified with the HeartMath Institute out of California. And that is amazing, amazing. And I realized that I needed help outside of myself. I didn't know how to change my behavior. I didn't know yeah. what to do. And it's like, okay, enough. What am I doing wrong? And that's when I decided, you know, I'm not the only business, business owner, entrepreneur at that time, entrepreneurial business owner. Uh, who was going through that. And that's when I said, I'm biting the bullet and learning and studying. And, be and I became a certified coach, certified executive coach, coactive coach, and um, started, uh, got certified with the HeartMath Institute as the licensed provider because something had to be different. Yeah. But, you know, there was, you also have to understand the transition of the times. You know, entrepreneurialism really kind of put its foot forward in, in the, this millennial in the 2000s. And that's when people really, and, and women are more entrepreneurial than men, right? Because women looked at it as a way that they could work from home or work still around their families or, mm -hmm. you know, be their own boss. Many women came from corporate or from other jobs where they learned the skills and go, you know what, I can do this better. <laughs> I can do this on my own. And they created their own entrepreneurial businesses very, very well. But you also have to remember what was around you at that time. All right. And what was around you was still the same old. And here yeah. you're introducing a different ingredient that not everybody was ready to take. And, oh boy, you're not kidding. <laughs> and, and I was caught up in, in that as well. I was too yeah. ahead of my times in my, in my teachings. And it, it kind of washed over a lot of people because they weren't ready. I actually had yeah. to wait for 2012 for the literal energetic shift to happen before yeah. I could be heard. And then it was okay. I'm going down this path in a 4th of April, I celebrate my eighth anniversary of hosting. And this is the only thing ever other than being a mother that I've ever stuck with. Because um, it is like, cause you woke up and your husband and, and, and Archangel said to you today, this is your calling. All right. Mm -hmm. And you know, we can't, there's many a time I've questioned, you know, should I be doing this? Should it be so difficult? You know, am I equipped? Blah, 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 all those blah, 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 that goes on and on in your head. And then the knowingness that we talk, the knowingness of understanding what you need to know in the now that we speak, 
we finally yeah. get to hear ourselves. Right? And that, that right there, what, Sarah, what you just said right there, the pause. We are constantly looking for our answers out here. Yes. Out here, okay? Out there. You hear that, folks? We're looking at here. Our answers are here. Inside. It's an inside, inside job. Of mm -hmm. They are inside of us. And what this nap is forcing us to do is take a real good solid look in the mirror. Yes. Who we are, why we do what we do, and if is, is it something we still really want to do? Because and who are we I, doing it for? I think who are we doing question. it for? Yeah. Yes. Are you doing it for you? Are you doing it for other people's perception? Who are you doing it for? When we talk about the calling, every time I doubt, am I on the right path? Should I be doing this? It's so hard to do. And then we get that message. It doesn't matter how high, hard this climb is up the mountain, right? It's not about even you reaching the top. It's about you showing other people how to climb it, how to get up there, how not to give up. And if we didn't go through the struggles, how could we turn around and help other people who are going through struggles? And the thing with the struggles is instead of looking at them through the lens of negativity, yeah. it's about looking at them through the lens of positivity because and every single man possibilities of course i mean that is the name of my podcast awaken the possibilities you're absolutely <laughs> right about the possibilities part. but my what, where i'm going with that though is and i just pulled out this angel card remember i said i i, I got this thing that we needed to pull out the, that the angel cards had to come and it's positive thoughts create positive results positive thoughts create positive results what you yes. think about comes about classic law of attraction what you think about comes about but it's even what you think about it's what you feel about oh right? thank you thank you we, you know we often yeah. say what you think about comes about yeah, yeah yeah you're thinking thinking i take it deeper <clears throat> what you feel about you. comes yes. about your vibration it's emotional yes yes i mean the thoughts is what's in your head there are other cylinders your soul your heart your spirit and your body is going to react to all of that. These are these other cylinders that need to be ignited. Mm -hmm. When you can feel the thoughts, then you yep. understand what the thoughts are about. If yes. you're just thinking the thoughts without the feeling, it's just a whole load of data and knowledge running around that you don't have the wisdom to know how to use. And it's interesting that you just said that because I find that to be very true of our younger, mm -hmm. of our younger citizens. Our younger citizens are in a very unique position where they have technology at their fingertips. They can Google anything. Yeah. It's a verb. Go, yes. go Google it. Go Google yeah. it. It's become the oh, verb Siri. of our time. Or, or <laughs> Siri. Or, or Alexa. Da, da, yes. da, da, da. It's like, oh, you're, you're never going to find one of those in my house. Um, <laughs> you yes. know, because here's the thing. As far as I'm concerned with... Um, with Google and that kind of stuff. It's one thing to research it and get an answer. It's a whole different ball game to be able to apply the answer yes. with understanding Thank you. because of experience. Yes. You need the experience to be able to actually implement it appropriately. Yeah. 
you know, the, the practical, tactical, and logical is a wonderful thing. You get the answer in your phone. You know, we, we've got this million-dollar computer in our hands. Yeah. And, and we go and we talk, okay, tell me this, 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 this. Oh, there's the answer. Okay. And, okay, you got the answer. What do you do with that answer? It's short-term what you do with it. There was a wonderful twilight zone series many years ago um and i often <laughs> refer to this show because it was great and everybody was just you know touched this little chip in their head and all the knowledge came to them and they didn't need to retain anything all right everything was from this computer and there was this one guy where the chip didn't work so he read and he wrote and everybody looked at him as stupid well nobody was taking care of the computer of 200 years old because all those people had died out and now all of a sudden the computer collapses nobody has any knowledge and there's no button to press to get it who ends up being the teacher right so this is wonderful that we have access to this knowledge yes but until you step into your knowingness of understanding what this knowledge means to you, all it is is data. Exactly. <laughs> we are on the same page, woman. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, recently um, I had a talk with, with someone about uh, business, okay? And it was somebody who we were talking about blog posts, and what's the cost of a blog post? I'm like, okay, figure it out. What is the, you know, uh, what needs to be cut out? Mm. And well, this person does a weekly blog, uh, uh, a weekly blog post. And attached to the blog post is a newsletter, but I'm gonna focus only on the blog post. And I asked the person, what does it cost? Well, it doesn't cost anything. Oh, really? What is your hourly rate? Yeah. What is the hourly rate of your boss your boss takes what you wrote rewrites it and edits it so you've got at least two hours there from that two hours based on what your boss charges what you charge and then it's got to go to a third person who uploads it up to the website right yes and the charge of that person so it ended up being by the time we added everything up uh the each blog post every week was at a minimum, minimum of $250 per post. So that's $1,000 in time per month. Right. Uh, is that blog post bringing in that kind of income? Right. Right. I, who is it speaking to? Who is it speaking to? Has it brought in income? Is it bringing in income? How long have you been doing this blog post? And a lot of people are walking away from this stuff. Yes. Because it's not bringing in the income. People aren't going to those places anymore. Now, we're doing Facebook Lives. Yeah. We're doing video. People are going to that realm more. How much time is it, is it doing a podcast? How much time is it doing this? Is it doing that? Is the income coming in? from those exercises yes. because if you're in business, you have a business. If there is income coming in, if you're not, if you don't have income coming in, then it's a glorified hobby. Right. And you know, this is, I'm in the podcasting business and for a long time, podcasting was free for people. Yes. Nobody paid for it. And that has changed now. Publicists are including, you know, are paying podcasters. This is my job. 
you know, each show that I do can be up to five hours of performance. If the show, the editing, the video, the audio, that's before I even start promoting it. That's just the production. And people go, oh, yeah, but I don't have to pay. I don't pay anywhere else. Times have changed. You're wanting me to respect the work that you're putting out and to share it with the rest of the world. Right. Why can't you respect my platform? And I think this is something that happens is that we are in technology looking at different ways of doing things. We also need to respect that it's creating new industries, new jobs. And whether they were paid for before, you know, now they are a business and you need to respect that business yes. right and that's a lot of what is happening i think most certainly in my world where that respect isn't there or the professional bloggers or the professional this or that it's you're okay in the past you didn't oh yeah i could whip it up in five minutes how good was it how many people did it reach did it really engage people did it really invite people and that's you know sometimes it may not come back in the dollars and cents but does it come back in the interactions Right. Have you made a relationship with someone that can be built on? The relation people underestimate mm. the power of connection and relationship in yes. business. Yes. You people buy from those they know, like, and trust. Mm -hmm. People buy from those that make them feel good. People buy from those that intuitively there's a very deep yes, yeah. yes, yes. They feel heard. They feel heard. Mm -hmm. And that feeling heard is often not done in other areas of their lives. So when right. you feel heard, people are going to want to buy what it is that you have to offer. And I notice I'm using the word offer instead of sell. Yes. Okay. When we are networking, it's about the connection. Yeah. You go into a networking event and you go in with the idea of who am I going to sell this to? Mm -hmm. You will lose every time. And the Absolutely. reason I say that is because you haven't made the connection. Right. Nothing drives me battier. Batty. I go, I, it, it really drives me nuts when A, I go networking and somebody starts to sell me stuff at the moment we met. B, either LinkedIn or Facebook or Twitter people reach out and immediately they're selling me their service instead of trying to find out anything about me. Right. And if their solution is something that fits with my business model or who I am. And the moment I friend somebody and they start doing that, you they want to sell me done. Next. I a hundred percent agree with you. You know what that is, is laziness. You know, no. they're just, unfortunately their business is all based on the buck. Yes. No, um, really in any business, if you are not looking at it as building a community, you know, my, my new platform is discovering communities. It's discovering the communities out there that are in service for you. So they have what you're looking for. And that kind of big exotic yellow. And that's exactly right. It, it is a community. And when you build a community, yes, guess what happens in community? Referrals, people. Yes. Referrals. Yes. yes. And, and, you know, what is the best, 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 best validation? A testimony from somebody who's had a good experience. Yeah. And it could be, you know, um, you know what? I didn't take this course with this woman because I didn't need it, but I really liked her or I really liked him. I really think you should connect. 
And the fact that you said testimonial, let me share a little technique, a little trick, which I came to a little bit too late, actually. On my website is a tab that says testimonial. And you can actually, I ask people who I've worked with, please go Mm -hmm. to my website and they'll see the tab right there. And I ask them to write a testimonial either on coaching or speaking or um, wh- whatever it is that I did with them, even podcast. Sarah, yes. I forgot to ask you to do that for mine. <laughs> <laughs> I will, I will, I will. <laughs> but but the, the point is that, that doing that, and, and so what I do now is I, um, what do I do with those testimonials? Guess what? I have a weekly newsletter that goes out. Right. Okay. And in that weekly newsletter, we include one of the testimonials from the website. It's this word validation, which a lot of people have given a bad word, you know, bad rap to, is that we're all looking for validation. The validation isn't because we're insecure. It's to let us know we're doing the right thing. Yes. We've got the right service for you. You know, that uh-huh. if you've got people that are testimonying and, and the people that are referring and the people that are validating you, it means that your service is serving people. And that validation, oh, okay, then I'm on the right track. I'm, in, I'm doing it in the right pay way. People are receiving this in the right light. So I'm, I'm on the right track. And we're all looking for that validation as human beings. But most certainly in business, we want to know that, you know, we've got this grand idea that we want to do that. But is it what the public wants? So, you know, serve the appetizer before you serve the entree and before you serve the dessert and build it up and, and get feedback from people. Even if people critique you, don't always look upon it as criticism. Yes. And that's so important to always ask for feedback. Yes. Give me feedback, please, on what went well. Yeah. Where can I improve? It's not about what you did wrong. Right. It's where can I improve? Language is huge. Yes. Language is huge. So when you share with someone, can you please tell me what did I do really well and what areas can I improve? They're not going to go to the area where you did this wrong, this wrong, this wrong, because that can have a very, um, uh, that can really bring the vibration down. But when you say, can you share with me where I can improve. Well, you could do this better. We could do this better. You could do this better. You actually help them shift. Yeah. And and here's the thing. There are some folks who just love to make you wrong. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I've got a saying, I'm not everybody's cup of tea. I'm somebody's dark cup of coffee. You know, uh, my style isn't going to be what everybody wants and that's okay. I'm speaking to the people who like these organic conversations. If you want something else, there's plenty else out there. Right. That's the thing is, Oh, I didn't like their style. Well, don't criticize them. It just wasn't your fit. That's right. You know, that person just wasn't for you. That right. wasn't a match. And that's right. what I like to use. It wasn't, it wasn't a match. So right. for example, I have people apply to come on my podcast and I make it very clear that when they go to my website and they apply to come on my podcast, that they may not be accepted. Right. And if in that, and I'm sharing a tidbit with you, yep. this is, if in that podcast, if in that uh, guest form, that guest application, all I get is me, 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 me,
It ain't happening, folks. <laughs> right. I call them the grandstanders. You know, I've, I generally always pre-interview people and sometimes you can have a wonderful conversation when it actually gets to being on air, something happens to them. And you know, some people they're used to being out there as public speakers and they've forgotten the art of conversation, right? You know, of bartering back and forth. And what comes out of that? You know, I'm going to respond to something you say, vice versa, and this is how yes. things grow. If yes. you've got somebody there just blah, 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 all about me, uh, then all you're doing is just sharing that, which yes. you can go and do anywhere. You don't need And that's it. the key in the application in the form. Mm. If they aren't sharing how they can, based on the very strategic yes. questions that I have in the guest form if they aren't sharing how they can help my audience yes how they can help me and it's all of this you know what how do you serve yeah. you know what, what if if that's not there and and, and it's very on the surface it's, it's just not going to happen because i can't i, I don't want to work that hard but, but, no, but we're in the service industry we are in the service industry. We are. We're here to serve people with our accumulated expertise and the expertise from others, right? Yep. This is what we're putting on the table. You can partake or not, That's but right. that this is what we're doing. So if you don't fit into our service industry, mm -hmm. then obviously we can't serve what you're, what you're dishing out. Exactly. Exactly. So, but it's the, whoops. Hold on, I need to plug in my computer. Battery <laughs> running low. We did take my lot. Well, we did have to rearrange. The, there we go. Right. Sorry about that. But you know, this, this is, I think, is an important point that we need to point out to people right now. Because people are in a panic and they just want to make money or they want to keep their business or they're going to have to redirect. And, and finances, you know, how do I keep the doors open? Proverbial doors open. What can I do? You know, yeah. this is the thing. Don't lose sight of what your service is all we're asking you to do is shift a little to the left or a little to the right you know look at innovative ways of you could still be of service in your industry but don't look be driven by the panic of money um yes that is everybody's worry right now but if your service is one that really does serve people you won't need to worry about the money it will be there so don't forget what your service is at this time and be you know and be or, by panic. or it's not even about forgetting you may want to reevaluate. right yes how you are doing things and what you are doing what i'm noticing is there are many folks who i have spoken with who were tired of what they were doing. Right. It's a great time and for redirect. <laughs> this event is a phenomenal yes. way of redirecting, to use your word. I was calling it reframing. Mm -hmm. um, going within what I was talking yeah. about. You know, really going in deep, looking in the mirror, ask the hard questions. Right. Who, what, when, where, why, how. What is your why in doing your yes. business? What, what is how does what you do contribute to society is it time for you to shift like yeah I, I just when you were saying shift right shift left put <laughs> you know put your right foot in put yes. your left foot in whatever and that you know dancing yes let's think about that for a moment in coaching school and and, and this was uh 
I got certified <laughs> in, you know, 20 years ago. I got certified as a coach 20 years ago, but this has always stuck with me. When we could not think of a question or if we got stuck in something, the phrase was change your geography, meaning our body, yes. Yes. change how, how we were sitting, stand up, shake it all out, dance mm -hmm. around. You know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm Cuban, so I dance anyway. I dance. <laughs> <laughs> I hear the music and I can't help it. My, my body just flows. So when our body has so many answers that when we move, when we shake, when we listen to music, when we get out of our own way and, and, and go to a cha-cha-cha, go yeah. do a, a salsa, go do a twist, whatever it is you mm -hmm. want to do, play the music, uh, the merengue, whatever. <laughs> You're just hearing tall salsa Spanish music. <laughs> just, just shake your body out. Get the cobwebs out. Well, that's the tension is in the body too sometimes, yes. right? I mean, we can't yes. breathe, we can't let go because we don't realize we're like this. So, so putting on the music and just let, you know, I can't help but my hips can't lie, you know, they start getting going and then the whole body starts flowing along with it and then you start singing along at the top of your voice. You are releasing, you are letting exactly. go, right? You're yes. going, going to that wonderful deep breath. Oh, I feel so good. I feel so loose. Yes. Now, you can think better. And people say, well, I don't have a, I don't have a radio, da, 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 da. On TV, because we have cable. Yes. Find the music channels. Listen to music that really makes you feel good. Uh, on uh, the YouTube computer. music, folks, on your computer. Stacks, yeah. stacks and stacks and stacks. There you can go. dance along and sing along sometimes, yeah. you know. The, the music's everywhere. And if you're in Italy, you're everywhere. downtown, you can just go out to your balcony and start singing and somebody will probably join in. Well, I, I, yeah, really, they are right now. You know, there are so many times when I'll just be standing there and, and I've been like this since I was a little girl, a song will pop in my mm. head mm -hmm. and I'll, I'll just start, you know, and my kids will go, oh, there she goes. <laughs> yes. What song's in your head, mom? <laughs> When I started singing opera to my children, then they knew they'd push too many buttons and so they'd do anything to shut me up. <laughs> but, but the point of what I'm talking about is you have the answers. Yes. You're being given an opportunity to take a nice long nap. Yeah. Take your nap. Pause. Shake it out. Yes. Get, you know, allow the, don't force it. I don't like to use the word don't. Uh, you know, it's really important to work on staying away from don't, yeah. not, no. Yeah. yeah, try not to. <laughs> yes. Well, I don't even like to use the word try because, and, and this is, a, I just walked us into uh, language. Right. Uh, the word try, there's always an escape hatch. Mm -hmm. There's always a way to get out of something when you use the word try. I tried, and then I gave up. Word, uh, exactly. <laughs> but when you use the word commit, mm. I am committed to using positive language. I am right. committed to using positive words. I am committed to doing this. I am committed to getting really clear. By the time this pandemic is done, I am committed on being very clear on who I am, what I'm meant to be doing, how I'm meant to be doing it, where I'm meant to go. I am committed. And guess what, folks? The universe is going to work with you. Right. It's all in that alignment right answers. now. Yeah. Mm. It's law of attraction. Yes. It's all about trust. You've got to trust and believe. If you don't trust and believe, forget about it. Right. 
and, yeah. and let go of the control, you know, because you're, and there is nothing in your control right now except the choice to let it go, uh -huh. let it go, and allow, and let it allow, go. Let and it go. allow. Exactly. <laughs> you know, um, I, I use the word allow a lot. It's in, in the knowingness, it's, it's the allowing the knowledge to come to you, the wisdom to come yeah. to you. And a lot of people are going to be changing directions. Well, they are in their in their careers or in their business or maybe from this something else comes out of it, yeah. and the whole thing is is everybody's in the same pot at the present moment. And <laughs> we are. What are you going to make out of it, right? What a stew we are making! <laughs> oh, exactly, and you can make it a bad taste by crying about it, or you can go look. Let's try this ingredient. Let's try that ingredient. And oh, make this stew is a little bitter. What yeah. Do to sweeten it up. Yeah, exactly. And where's the wine that <laughs> goes along with it? You know. Oh, no, no. Well, it depends on what kind of wine. Yeah. Is it the or is it the Yes, yes, and we don't you need know? any of that. Thank you. <laughs> the thing is, and, yes, everybody's in shock at the present moment, and, and I, you know, I, I do know that in the states that there is a lot more uncertainness at the present moment than we're getting in other parts of the world. And, you know, my heart goes out to everybody at the present moment because you just don't know where you're going to land. Right. This is something I've learned in eight years of doing podcasting. The people that I've interviewed are the people that didn't wait for government. They didn't wait for laws to change. When they saw something that needed to be done, they stepped up and started creating it, started doing it, and invited other people to be a part of it. So if you see a solution right now, if you see an opportunity, if you see a possibility, if you see something that just might work, if everybody comes to the dance, right? Or everybody brings the ingredient to the table. Let's give it a try. Let's see what happens. And if you step exactly. into optimism, optimism, right? You know, I, I, as you were just talking, I just got the image to the, uh, of um, uh, one of my husband's cousins is a seamstress. Mm -hmm. She is taking all of her fabric extra bolts and people are dropping bolts of fabric off at her home she is making all of these beautiful masks with yes. one type of fabric on one side fabric on the other side uh that is a protective fabric that she's making they're short on elastic so they put a call out for elastic you should see the pile of yes. masks that she's making yes and she's stepping to the plate in her own small way but it's not small no it's priceless exactly for, the, for the, our healthcare workers who need it now as we're talking i did I, you saw me reach over um i have a card deck called uh, notes from the universe on abundance by mike dooley and i had to laugh because the card that popped out literally popped out um it's uh it, it's a beautiful scenery you see that mm, yeah waterfalls and trees yes and, and what it says is what good does it do knowing approximately where the treasure lies yet never digging <laughs> and pandemic is giving an opportunity to dig having a bank account with millions in it but never writing a check or discovering the fountain of youth but never drinking a drop you must live the truths you discover you must break your old rules what have we been talking about mm -hmm. defy logic yes. be the change dig write the check Drink eternally, one little step after another. There's no other way. The universe. This is exactly what you and I are talking about. Yeah. There is, is no mistake. This is where we're at right now. You know, it's yes. 
you know, let's, yeah, I've said it often, humans are the scourge on this planet, but we also are the wonderment and the solution. We are incredibly creative. We are incredibly kind and loving and giving and, and inspiring. You know, it's all a matter of choice of what yeah. we choose to feed, what we choose to plant, you know, what we choose to water. And, and times of trouble, yes, you know, you, you have your moment where you have your tears and you have your anxiety. Give yourself a hug. You know, love yourself. You need a bit of nurturing right now. And then it is like, okay, I've got that out of my system. What can I do? And the first letter in that is N for nurture. Yes. So it's nurture. Once you take care of yourself, yes. you can appreciate and when you appreciate, you pause and take it all in. You've got to really listen. You know, nurture, appreciate, pause. Look at the vibration in those three words. Yeah. When you nurture yourself, you give yourself opportunity to nurture others. When you appreciate what is in front of you and who you are in your own gifts. Yes. And by the way... There is a difference between your inner genius, and I, I, I'm saying this because this just came up this week, and I wanted to make sure I talked about it on your show today. There is a difference between your genius and intuition. Yeah. Somebody recently kept telling me it's the same thing. I go, oh, no, 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 no. They are two very different things. Knowledge and your wisdom. genius is your ta talent. Mm. The reason your, your genius is your uh, what is easy for you to do. Yeah. Your intuition comes through your visual, through your audio, through your senses, through your touch. That's intuition. And each of us have a different level of intuition. And it's so important to listen to that from the uh, platform of appreciation. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then when you appreciate it, pause and listen to how you are to work with those things that you are appreciating. Yeah. Trust me, it will help. The nurture, yeah. appreciate, pause. That nap, that's equal to changing your geography and dancing yeah. around, by the way. Yes. <laughs> well, the you, you, you can't do anything if you are tense and in stress or in panic. No creative juices are going to come to you in that time. And what you just did, here's something to think about. When we are in avoidance mm -hmm. of change, and we get stressed out because we're mm. trying to control our environment. Right. Our body gets stiffer yes. and stiffer and stiffer. Look at the diseases yep. that cause us to get stiff. Dis-ease leads to disease. <laughs> look at dis-ease. Look at the, seriously, take a really yes. good look, whether it's fibromyalgia, whether it's arthritis, whether it's some, some kind of immune disease. When we get stiff like this because... We don't want to change and we're trying to control everything. Well, guess what, folks? Living life is about change. You don't have a choice. Yeah. It, it's about the flow. I mean, let's look at nature again as our wonderful guideline. The waters need to row, uh, flow. The yes. air constantly flows. Yes. The trees are constantly in movement. We yes. have water, 70% water in our bodies. It needs to flow. The energy in our body needs to flow, right? Our thoughts, our right. feelings need to flow. When and we are in the flow. are a gift. Yes. I mean, sorry, our illnesses are a gift. Yes. They're a mirror to us to show us what we need to let go of 
to flow. You are spot on, Sarah. Yeah. I mean, I have fibromyalgia and I'm an asthmatic. And everybody said, oh, you're out there, you know, helping in the restaurant. You're doing this. Why aren't you shut away? And it's like, I am doing everything I'm meant to be doing. Washing the hands 500 times a day, washing all the services, but I'm keeping a positive attitude, right? I know the signs of what is out there, right? And I'm keeping my social distance. But I'm here to help my son. And this is as a mother role is what I'm doing right now. Yes. Don't feed the pain. Don't feed the panic. Yes. yes, I am a person that's very susceptible with it, with asthma, right? But at the same time, if I follow the guidelines, the logics and the solutions that are there, and I use common sense, and I believe that I am going to be okay because I'm following that, then I will be okay. Yeah, you will. Exactly. Absolutely. You will. You will be great. And our illnesses show us what we need to focus on to yeah. heal. Yes. They yes. all have messages for us. Every single Big messages for us. Yes. Yes. And, you know, I came back exhausted because my body was saying, okay, right now you've done too much. It's time to crash for a couple of days. Nurture right? I appreciate the fact that you had the energy while you're over there, but now we need to re-energize, mm -hmm. right? And give yourself some loving care. So take that pause before you pour yourself yep. back into your business. That's right. right. So now I'm ready because I took those few days and now I can focus because I've shifted those gears and I look at the opportunity. You know, yep. it, you know, one of the other things is don't watch the news. I'm, I'm saying don't. If you watch the news all the time and you don't watch it for the, for the current information that can apply to your life yes. and you watch it in panic and fear, what's serving you? If you cannot watch yeah. it, you know, um, objectively, then don't watch it at all. Right. And there's another word there that um, we have to stop judging others. Yeah. We have to start, stop judging our politicians. We've got to, you know, when we judge other people continuously, we, it would really benefit us to take a step back and, and look within. Reflect. Yeah. And really reflect because, yeah. you know, I, I, I'm, I, I limit how much I read on Facebook, Twitter, uh, even even on LinkedIn, I I, um, I watch I do watch a little bit of all the different uh, newscasts, and it is so important. It really is important to stay as neutral as possible. Yes. It's purely information. Don't take it on. Right. Yeah. And I see so many people taking it on, mm. and I see people who are. Uh, again, this judgment piece, the judgment piece can get us into trouble. Yes. Because if the information is not valid, you end up making a fool out of yourself. Yeah. And you end up making new judgment, judgments about things that could be wrong so it is so important to take a little bit here a little bit really watch where you get your information yeah. from really watch where um 
check in to how it makes you feel. Get out of your head yes. and get into your body. But also, does it apply to you? If yes. you are following all these guidelines at the present time, then you're following the guidelines and you should be safe. If yes. you have to adjust the way you're doing business, then you do it within the safe parameters. If you have stepped into that and own it and commit to it, then you're not going to take on all the hysteria. Don't forget fear sells, but it only sells if you buy it. Yeah. I mean, we really need to think for ourselves. Yes. It's, becoming a sheeple is oh. a very dangerous thing. <laughs> <laughs> and there are a lot of bears out there. But you know, we, we've also got to look, there's an awful lot of people who will capitalize this in the wrong way. You know, we're seeing an, uh, here in, in Victoria, they're boarding up businesses because now they're worried about the vandalism of shops that are closed. And it's sad at this time that we have that. But let us understand, there are certain natures out there that will always take advantage of certain forms of disasters or crises. But it's also, let's look at out of every single crisis, what wonderful innovations came out. The Second World War came TV and came the internet, right? And look out of, out of everything, what comes out of it. We really love to do, you know, items of war of destruction, but how about we talk about innovation? I mean, even the certain funny things. There was a wonderful thing on Facebook, a family of five saying protecting themselves from the coronavirus and they're all wrapped up in toilet paper, you know? And the thing is that laughter. There's an, another bunch of guys that they've taken the toilet rolls and made it like the old fashioned curls and the wigs. Oh and, yeah. And they're the new dating thing, you know? Like, and it's, that's the thing, don't underestimate a good sense of humor. If we can't laugh at these things at this time, then we're going to get drowned in them. So it's kind of a way of lightening up, isn't it? It really is. Uh, sometimes we, and, and I, I have to say, I was raised in a very serious household. Mm -hmm. A very, you know, fun was not a part. I'm not going to say that fun was a part of my childhood uh, because I had very serious mother and a very serious father. And I had to learn how to have fun. And my yeah. hamster's the one who taught me how to have fun. I mean, he's a hoot. And he really, really, really taught me the power of having fun and humor. And humor increases your DHEA yes. level. Humor reduces cortisol. Cortisol can make you sick. Cortisol makes you gain weight. Cortisol affects your blood pressure. Cortisol can do so much damage to your organs and glands. And... DHEA though is the good hormone that come that I mean it's natural laugh laugh yes. a lot yes. know, laugh as much as you can be energetic look at the beauty in things sit you know, take your laptop and prop yourself up by a window and look at nature when you have a break or when you need to think um, you know do that so that you can um, Think a little bit differently. Feel a little bit differently. Yeah, loosen up. Nature right? is a phenomenal yeah. healer. Yes. Uh, even on my desktop, black. Even on my desktop, I've got mountains or oceans mm. or the beach. You know, something uh, always around nature. Yeah, uh, I've got all these trees around me, rooftops, which is, is wonderful. But you know what other people are doing, which is absolutely great. You know, not only are we seeing news places and everything else doing the old Zoom chats and things like this, but people are having dancing parties. You know, everybody's got the music on and they're dancing on their Zooms and, and of course, family yeah. time and, and singing time and, of course, education time, yeah. you know, where, where you're in the educational business here. And 
we, you know, we're looking at the, um, the online business becoming even more yes. prevalent. This at the present moment has been a shift to that. Now let's look at the opportunity of that, where there are so many places that can't get teachers or, you know, there's, um, the whole education system is now looking at because our schools aren't going to go back until September and they're looking at how can they keep education in homes and they're devising programs and everything else to it. People are busy and they can't always afford to go to locations of universities or anywhere else. The fact that you can do it online, right? The fact that you can still have the teacher there and they still have the interaction there. All right. All you're doing is changing the geographic uh, platform. Of it. What a lot of people don't realize is that online education has been around for a minimum of 10 years. Mm -hmm. The U.S. Navy is way ahead. I mean, they are so into this because I'm married to the Dean of online education. <laughs> the US Navy. You got the insight there. <laughs> so the, 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 where I'm going with this is we have been educating our armed forces at a distance. Yes. I mean, they couldn't come. They're out there. They're in the field. They're in the waters. Time. So, you know, for a very long time, we've been educating our armed forces so that we have a better educated, more qualified yeah. uh, folks that are, that are out there. So, in universities in the very beginning they were laughing at it they weren't taking it seriously yeah, yeah. you had to be in the classroom mm -hmm. it was a joke yeah. there's no way that you can really learn online that now look at where we are yes look at what is happening look at how the tide has turned yes and people are now scrambling to get up to speed on what we've been talking about for over 10 years right and of course you know look at the technology like zoom here you can have, I think, up to 100 people at a time, you know, uh, on there. Um, it can be interactive. People can, you know, I mean, obviously, it depends on how they're going to do it, hand up or whatever, so not everybody's at the same time, the same as you would in a classroom. You know, it just is different rules apply in order to be able to hear and address and everything else, and then people just learn to adapt. That's the thing is, there's always the adopt and adaptability to things. If we step out of, oh, it's got to be the same. I don't want change. If you're willing to adopt it and adapt. It, no, I mean, again, with the flow, you can't stop the wind. You can't stop the water. You can't stop the oxygen and the blood in our body. Go with the flow. Go with the change. You yeah. must enjoy it. Yeah. And the thing is, the more you try to stop it, the stiffer your body gets. Yes. The more yes. you try to stop your environment from expanding and growing and and uh, shifting to something that could be even better and better for you, those stress levels are what contribute to illness. Yeah. Now, yeah. I want to say, I want to use these two words. You have illness and wellness. Mm -hmm. Ill is I. Yes. Illness. Wellness, the first two letters are we. we. So when we go to wellness, we bring everybody along with us. Community again. Community. Yeah. Exactly. We're in community. Yeah. And that community is communication. Yeah. The the community is communication. Yes. It is collaboration. Yes. It is that cohesiveness of yes. caringness. Yes. Right? 
you know, you know, the big C has been given a, a bad rap, you know, C is wonderful. It stands for some beautiful words, you know, and we, we have to understand at this present moment that this is an invitation. Yes, it is. You know, it is how, when have you in history ever seen the world come to a stop at the same time? Yeah. I, I never. know. It, it's it, exactly never. Um, it's, fascinating because even the people I, I have been speaking to in Argentina are in quarantined quarantined yes I was speaking to somebody else in Peru they're quarantined yeah. so one of my faculty members is in Spain quarantined mm -hmm. um, and, and all of course all over the United States you know we're we're quarantined and it's like are we quarantined or can we come up with a different yeah. word that uh, I don't even like to use the word homebound. Mm -hmm. uh, I like I, I I don't know um, a phrase. Let, let's come up with a phrase, a, a different phrase. Let's come up with something different. Homebodied. <laughs> yeah, um, no, that's not quite it. It, it. it is the word home in it. Yes, homely. Home <laughs> I'm homely right now. <laughs> I don't want to call myself homely. <laughs> <laughs> uh, home um well perhaps we could just say to everybody we're napping right now yeah home napping <laughs> yeah. think about that what's a good home what's a good phrase for that well what are we doing we're, we're napping we are uh the, the word innovation comes up we yeah. are innovatively napping yes it, something like that i don't know yeah <laughs> taking time you know and Investing in ourselves, you know, it's that is brilliant. I like that, and we are investing in ourselves. Absolutely, and, and we can't do that if we're in the hustle and the bustle of every day. We we've been given a gift, uh, mm -hmm. to stay at home, to reflect, to pause, right, and to look at how do I invest in my well-beingness? How do I invest in my future? And there's this another word, you know, and to reflect. Reflect, and the word that just came up for me is as we head into spring, resurrect. Yes, yes. What will resurrect with us? What will stay buried? What needs to be stayed buried? You know, this is a time for us to take stock and go, you know what, I've been doing this and I've been struggling all the time. Maybe I should have taken a different direction. This is a time for me to pause and look at what my options are. Right? This is a beautiful gift that we have at the present time you know i did a show on the pandemics of the world i woke up and i thought okay now what well, you know let's look at it and when we look at the pandemics of the world they literally killed millions Man. i mean 50 million here 75 million there 100 million there wiping out 60 percent of the population when we look at this covid 19 gift at the present moment it's killed uh, i think 21 or 22,000 or something like that um, or maybe that's just in the States, but the numbers, however, those souls have moved on. Um, when we look at it in relation to the other pandemics, it's been very fast in its movement, but have we ever, ever in time been able to have the opportunity to control it by our actions? Yes. And we can control it by our actions of staying home staying away from people and look upon this 
you know, why do people always say, I never have time for anything. I never have time for anything. Well, now you've got time for your home, time for yourself, time for people you love, time to reflect, time to read that book, time to relook at your life. You've got the time. Take this gift of time right now and use it wisely. Don't force it. Allow it. Allow yeah. your feelings to speak to you. Allow your feelings to ignite the thoughts. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I think I have a visitor here. Yeah, you did. <laughs> did. Yeah. And that's the point of it right now. So let's talk about your university and also your book, The Enchanted Boardroom. Um, you know, both of those, I love The Enchanted Boardroom because nobody ever looks at a boardroom. Right. Right. It. Um, show us the book. Here we are. Here we are. The Enchanted Boardroom. You can get it on Amazon. It's uh, and, and actually, it's a very simple book. It, it's written, uh, the, the title of the book came when I was actually having a healing session about six years ago. And I was coming out of the session and the name The Enchanted Boardroom popped in. And I'm like, what is that all about? Mm -hmm. And little by little, it came about that it was to be a book. And the book is about helping you evolve into an unstoppable intuitive leader. And I'm working in this book. It, it's written, by the way, on a seventh grade level. So kids in high school yeah. get a lot out of it. Uh, we tend to read on a seventh grade level anyway. Somebody, I, I, I was very distressed. Somebody said to me the other day, oh, no, we're reading on the fourth grade level. I'm like, oh, please. I don't even <laughs> want to go there. But anyway, we're reading on it. Uh, and we have a business success model. And, and I'd like to share this with you right here on this specific page. It, it, it's just a, a, a chart. And on this chart, it's the foundation and ideas, what is involved with people in performance, and what I call shiftology solutions. What are the solutions that will help people do the tasks at hand? So the first column are the tasks that are needed to be done in a business. The second column is about the what people do and how they elevate a business. Mm -hmm. And the third column are the solutions that the people can use to be able to do what is in column number one. So what we tend to forget is that a business is made up of people first. Yes. And thank when you. we are clear on that, that a business is made up of people and we give the people who are part of that business, the tools, in mind, body, and spirit, the practical, tactical, and logical tools, as well as appreciation yes. of who they are, what they are, and really tune them into just the right tasks in the business. That's where magic happens. That's where and the real asset is, isn't it? Exactly. The people. They're the and greatest I, commodity you have. Exactly. And then here I talk about words. I talk about stress management. I talk about uh, magnetic business attraction. Um, <coughs> excuse me, uh, the, the law of attraction stuff. And the very last chapter is a lot of what you and I spoke about today. Mm -hmm. Does the body really know our mm -hmm. inner guidance system, listening to our intuition and our enchanted boardroom. There's an exercise in here that takes you to identifying your own personal enchanted boardroom. Who is it that sits in each of these chairs that guides you intuitively? And I do an enchanted boardroom exercise every single morning, invite them in, 
they talk to me constantly and we have a little internal powwow. So uh, they're the ones who give me tremendous guidance. And it's, it's brilliant how this whole thing works. So you've got your physical boardroom, which are the people in the workplace. You know, you've got a regular boardroom and then you've got your enchanted boardroom that I call the, um, uh, you know, my, my spiritual guides people who have transitioned over, who end up coming in, sitting at that boardroom. And just imagine every single person in your physical boardroom tuning in and tapping into their own enchanted boardroom. You know how big the guidance is there? Oh, gosh, yes. Yeah, yeah. And the thing is, is you can lay down the knowledge. Yes. This is the problem. This is what we need to address. And we can look at it logically and rationally. Then yes. we can take a deep breath and go into ourselves and intuitively look at it from a different perspective. Absolutely. And that intuitive understanding is where the solutions lie, where the creativity lies, where the answers lie. When yes. you allow, yes. allow, I mean, it's like, I'm, you know, I'm a knowingness teacher. It's allowing that knowledge to come to you is the wisdom of understanding what the knowledge is knowing what you need to know when you need to know it and if you can go look you know this is the issue right now we all agree this is the issue and this is the effect that it's having da 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 okay now everybody go into your space talk to your own intuitive guides and let's bring back the solution and with that now we have innovation ideas and and no idea is too wild even if it is off the scale and you go look at it and go, wow, just allow it to be out there because it will trickle down yes, into, into a creative solution that is applicable. But, you know, no, no vision is too big. Yeah. Allow those visions to come because that is where the pieces of puzzle are. And when you put them together, now you have your answer. We speak the same language because there is another aspect to that, though. There has to be, in a team environment, there needs to be trust and, and no ego and no ego. We've well, there's positive ego and negative ego yeah. pride okay. and, you know, and ownership rather than insecure ego of I'm it's right and you're wrong at any expense. Yeah. yeah. This is where the negative judgment comes in. Somebody comes in with an idea. There has to be enough trust. There has yeah. to be trust in that team that people do not fear it. People feel good about being able to share the idea that is downloaded to them. However crazy, however, however crazy, crazy, however wild. However wild. Yeah, you can look at it, you can laugh and go, oh, but then look at it. What really is the message here? Absolutely. What really is the message? And, but it must, it has to have trust. Yes. There has to be trust. There has to be belief. There has to be honor. It's got to be trust. No honor, ridicule. Respect. Integrity, loyalty, and love of fellow man. I call it real leadership. Yes. Trust, honor, respect. Integrity, loyalty, love of fellow man. And if a team has those six attributes, you are in a phenomenal position because then the judgment, there's no room for negative judgment. Yeah. Negative judgment does not, doesn't exist there. I mean, you could look at your situation. This, we're, we're in a negative situation right now. How do we find the positivity in it? Because yeah. your issue could be negative. And that's the reason why you're all together to looking for a positive, right? So it's not you're in la-la land to go, oh, no, everything is fine. No, you're saying trust all of your beautiful gifted instincts and all of the divine presence that's around you that comes through you, your knowingness to be a part of the equation in the solution. 
And there's another big word with all of this, and that is permission. Yes. It is about giving ourselves permission. And as leaders, not only giving ourselves permission, but giving our people permission to tap into all of their skill sets. There is a phrase that is often said, leave your emotions at the door. Mm -hmm. Wrong. Absolutely. Wrong. (laughs) Wrong. Your emotions drive every single thing that you do. Everything. Even the decision to say, which somebody said to me fairly recently, all of my decisions are made from a very practical perspective. That's an emotion. Yes. (laughs) Okay. So the goal is to bring your emotions with you because they drive you. You leave the drama at the door. Yes. Don't be emotional about your emotions. Tap into your emotions to understand the, what they're trying to say to you. Yeah. And leave the drama. Yeah. Let's go with the drama. We don't Let's want any violins today. Yeah. <laughs> Not the kind of music we're looking for. <laughs> and the thing is, a lot of the time, people are afraid to come forth with that crazy idea because, you know, they're afraid of the ridicule and the judgment. If they're in a safe place where you say, no idea, no idea is too wild. Yeah. However yes. crazy it is, because even though it may be crazy, there could be one aspect of it, yes. one tiny aspect of it that somebody else sees. We've also got to understand the messaging we get isn't always for us to understand. It's for us to lay on the table because somebody else understands it. Yes, that's exactly right. That's exactly right. And when we allow, if somebody else understands it, then what does that do? It opens the door to asking open-ended questions and open-ended questions allow you to get even deeper and deeper and wider and wider into whatever it is that you, where you need to go. And then asking more open-ended questions may take you to a place that will make it narrower and narrower to bring it, to bring all these ideas that are in this gigantic funnel, bring it all down and siphon it until you get down to the gold that you're meant to get to. Let's, let's look at the computer. It used to be a city block. Oh, now, yeah. now it's in your watch, right? It, it just got more and more perfected, more and more perfected, more and more perfected until yeah. it was condensed in. So no idea is big, too big. It's take everything and then whittle it down into something that can apply. Dancing, dancing with your yeah. hands, putting it down. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> And the university, this is obviously something that you teach at the university and you say it's going to be up and going around uh, mid-April? We hope this spring it was, uh, we were uh, hoping to get it up and off the ground last October, but it just did not happen, Uh, you know, as personal things got in the way. As the pause came about, right? So, um, the first school, it's Intuitive Leadership University, and then we have the three schools, the Leadership Wisdom School, Business Wisdom School, and the Life Wisdom School. So the first school we're actually going to be launching is the Leadership Wisdom School. The second one then will, will be the Business Wisdom School, and then the third one is the Life Wisdom School. And there was a big lesson I, that I'd like to share with your people about that happened fairly recently in creating these schools and the universe giving me messages. Um, I spent two and a half days days building the page for the business wisdom school writing all the content for the opening this is the introduction page and i just kept pushing it and pushing and pushing and pushing and getting the content written and getting it done 
and I was about to hit the send button and I was so excited. And uh, this just happened two weeks ago, by the way. And suddenly it was gone. Gone. Been there. Mm-hmm. And I'm meant to be. <laughs> I, I, that's, that was the life wisdom school. And I just sat there. I, I was just beside myself. I, I just closed the computer. I walked away. I thought, what are the lessons here? And I went through the whole process that I take everybody else through. I take myself through it. And what I was able to identify was that I was working on the wrong school to launch first. Right. It's mm-hmm. the leadership wisdom school. Because what do we need at this very moment in yes. time? Yes. Yes. Leadership. So the leadership courses are going up first. Um, we I'm very excited about that. Again, followed by the, the business wisdom school courses. So just bear with me. They're getting up there and it, it, it's exciting. And uh, I'm getting more clear. Boy, they're loud. They were loud. That that was a really yeah. big message. And that was a case of I was not listening. Right. I was in my head. I was pushing through, going through, getting it done. And the universe said, darn it, if you're not going to listen to us, we're going to force it, We're going to force you to listen. And it happened. Yeah. The cosmic two by four. Oh, it was a cosmic two by four. Yeah. It, it, you know what? I just walked away. I haven't even gone back to those pages. Right. In the last, in the and, last then, and then when you do, whatever was relevant in what you wrote will find its voice again. Right. And that's, you know, that's what I have found when anything like that happens is whatever is really important is there and it will come out in its own story in the way that it's meant to be. You know, Discovering Communities was meant to be up in January. It's April. And, you know, it's a. however frustrating it was because it it, uh, caused a few other hiccups along the way. This is the lesson that I've learned through the years of doing this is take the breath. I used to want to control everything and think that it had to be when I da 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 da. And that's one thing I've learned very, very uh, much the hard way. And now finally I've got it. It will be when it's meant to be. Right. And that's all we can do. We can do what we need to do to prepare for it and to make sure that all the ingredients are in the stew, but that stew is going to cook at its time and be ready when it's ready. And then you've just got to be ready to go with it. Absolutely. So these are inviting times. Uh, do we have the university link right now, or are you going to wait until it's um, ready to IntuitiveLeadershipUniversity.com, or you can go right to my website, IntuitiveLeadership.com, and the university tab is right there. Excellent. And people can, can get sign up for it. You, you can sign up for the university to Excellent. find out when we are launching and getting email and that kind of stuff. Excellent. Wonderful. And this is, you know... We've actually got to understand it's not giving yourself over to a leader. It's discovering the leader within you. Yes. <laughs> Leaders are there to show us the leadership within ourselves. And I know there are some people that just want to be the plotters. I, you know, I just, I just want to be the end. I don't want to be the queen. That's okay. But we, even, need them. we need them. But at the same time, they've still got to have some leadership in their own lives for their own decision making for themselves. So, you know, everybody learning about how intuitively to lead your own life and everything that you do is yeah. bringing about an equilibrium, a balance that will always keep you in the right flow. Yes, absolutely. So again, the site for everybody to get hold of you is? 
intuitiveleadership.com. And your podcasts are? awakenthepossibilities.com. <laughs> and I was honored to be on your show and I'm there and I'm going to post the show right here in the bottom of this posting. So you go to either selfdiscoverymedia.com and put in Terry Wilderman and you'll see her show there. Or you can go to discoveringcommunities.org and you will see her there under the shows as well under building your business. Um, the two sites are uh, busy kind of slowly merging together, but it's all about our community. She has a wonderful community for you in understanding your own leadership, how to intuitively tap into it. We have to understand, please, folks, that we're not just this blob of flesh and a few mechanics in there. We've been given the gift of such divine energy, such presence. And when we open up those channels to that knowledge, to that understanding, to that guidance, we will go in flow in our life, in our meaningful purpose. And we'll truly understand why we're here and what we're here to do. So please take a look at her book, sign up for her, her university, share this uh, podcast, go and listen to her other podcast. She's interviewed some wonderful people and understand leadership is within you, waiting to blossom out. Thank you so much, Terry. Thank you, Sarah. And thank you to your audience for listening to both of us carrying on. <laughs> yeah, I knew this was going to be a long one, but there's, there's mountainfuls of wisdom here that have been shared here today. Mm. And the, the bottom line of the story is this. This is a gift at this time. Don't panic. Don't fret. Stop looking at your present situation and start looking at what opportunity it's presenting to you. This is a time to pause. It's a time to nurture. It's a time to appreciate who you are and what you can, what your opportunities are, what your possibilities are in the future. So don't get down. It's just preparing you to stand back up and uh, stand back up loud and proud of who you are and what you're here to do, right? Absolutely. Until next time, folks, please take care of yourself. And remember, you can get through this and you can get through this awesomely. Ciao for now. We hope that you enjoyed the show. Do visit us at www.discoveringcommunities.org and see all the other wonderful shows that we have on our Orchard of Wisdom on Self-Discovery. And do check out our mentors with all the wonderful services they have for you. Until next time.